Daf Ches. Yesterday we spent, at the end of the Daf, we had a steer between two Bryces. One Bryce said that I maybe get Besfinas, can maybe be The other Bryce said I maybe get Besfinas, I mean, you wrote the get on a boat, is like your maybe Bechutzarts. The question is, do you have to say before and So we had a steer between the Bryce's. So the more yesterday said, Lechayr, it's totally on a discussion, would be who then the Rabbanon have about whether the waterways of Eretz Yisrael have a dinner of Eretz Yisrael for Trumas and Meisters. The Behuda said that the only if you're on a boat that's actually sitting on the ground, that's grounded, then already, and the boat, as Rashi explained, was made out of cheris of some sort, then we already consider that area to be considered part of Eretz Yisrael for Trumas and Meisters. Whereas uh, the Rabbanon say no, the Rabbanon say that anything over the water is considered already Eretz Yisrael in the land, and therefore that would be the machlokes between the two brises. Or we said maybe the two brises, one is they're both according to Beuda. It depends if we're talking about he wrote it on a boat that was underwater or a boat that was on the water but grounded on the on the ground. That was the way the Gemara approached this discussion yesterday. Rav Nachman Yitzchok here on top on, on the fifth line down on Dafches has a different approach. Rav Nachman Yitzchok Amar Benaharis Eretz Yisrael Kuliamulei Pligi. No. When it comes to Bafanechta, Bafanechta, I mean the dinim of Gitin, if you're on a boat in the rivers of Eretz Yisrael, meaning somewhere in the Kinneret, on the Arden, within the borders of Eretz Yisrael, there's no question that for Hilchas Gitin, for sure, that is considered Eretz Yisrael. And obviously everybody knows Lishma, because just because you're on the water doesn't mean you forget Dinah Lishma, and everybody's able to return the Kaim because people are traveling and we can be Mekayim the Edim. And therefore, maybe in terms of Trumas and Meisters, we still have the read in but that has nothing to do with Hilchas Gitin. In terms of Hilchas Gitin, that is for sure considered Eretz Yisrael. Oh, so if that's the case, what's these two Bryces? One Bryce said yes, one Bryce seemed to say no. Says the Gemara, Eliki Pligi Biyama Godol, when it talked in the Brysa, and it said, I maybe get Bisvina on a boat, it did not mean a boat on the waterways within Eretz Yisrael, it meant on a boat that's in the Mediterranean. So if you have a boat in the Mediterranean, this brings up a very interesting question is, what is the westernmost boundary? We know that the western boundary of Eretz Yisrael is the Yamagadol, the Mediterranean Sea. So where in the ocean is it? Is it just at the beach? Is it further out from the beach? What part of the water is considered Eretz Yisrael? And this would have to Afkamina both in terms of Bafanechta, Fanechta, and also in terms of Trumas and Rices and things of that nature on islands that you have in the Mediterranean. So it says more like this, Tisanya. Ezu Eretz Ve'ezu Chutzaretz. So where is the borders of Eretz Yisrael in terms of the water, in terms of the Yamagal, the Mediterranean? So first of all, the northernmost border. There's a mountain range on the northern part of Eretz Yisrael. The Pasuk calls it Har Har, but it's not the same Har Har like where Iron is buried, because that's obviously on the eastern border of Eretz Yisrael somewhere. This is somewhere on the northern border. So this would be somewhere in the Lebanon area. It's not exactly clear exactly where it is, but somewhere on the, Le- on the Lebanese coast. So there's a mountain over there. A mountain over there we call Turi Amnon, which is called Har Har. Now, a mountain, if the mountain range is going from east to west, so and we want to know where the border is north to south, so we have to know where on the mountain range is it. A mountain is wide. So, right, so the peak of the mountain is one part, and then you have where the mountain goes down and hits the ground, and it slopes down. So are we talking about from the northern part of the mountain? Are we talking about the southern part of the mountain? Or are we talking from the peak, the center of the mountain? So the, the Bryce says, culture shall fare so the part, basically from the peak of the mountain southwards, everything that goes down towards Eretz Yisrael, that would be Ulufnim is Eretz Yisrael. That would be considered the northernmost border of Eretz Yisrael. Again, where it hits the ocean we're talking over here. From that peak of the mountain north, that would already be Kikhutzlar. Okay. Hanasim Shabiyam. What about any islands that we have in the sea? So I don't know if we have any islands, but there could be little, little islands right off the coast of Eretz Yisrael. 
So we do like this. We ke'ilu draw a line or pull a string. Mituriam known from this from the top of these mountains, which again the mountain is on the coast, the Lebanese coast. Ad Nachometzrayim. Nachometzrayim is considered the southernmost border of Eretz Yisrael. It's what we call Wadi El Arish nowadays. Um, so this is a. It's like just below Gaza area. Okay, so there's a like a little. Uh, it's not little. It's actually pretty big in the winter, at least. That flows from the towards the Mediterranean. It's the it's all the runoff from all the, all the desert there. So that's called Nachal Mitzrayim. That's considered the southernmost border. Now, if you look at a, a map of Eretz Yisrael, so a map of Eretz Yisrael going from Lebanon on the north all the way down like to the Sinai Peninsula, it obviously curves. It curves somewhat. So if you draw a direct line from Turi Amnon straight down to Nachal Mitzrayim, so you get a line, and that line is not on the coast of Eretz Yisrael, obviously. It's somewhere out in the Mediterranean. So says the Tanakhama, if you draw that line at Nachal Mitzrayim, then Menachutu Lefnim Eretz Yisrael. So anything to the east of that line from the lat line east towards the Mediterranean, towards the Eretz Yisrael coast, that's considered any islands you have there would be considered Eretz Yisrael. Both islands would be for Trumas and Maestris, but in terms of our halacha, what we're talking, any boats that are in that area and you write a get on a boat within that line is considered like you're writing in an Eretz Yisrael, both for Dina Lishma and Fadim and Lakami, etc. Menachut Lachutz. Is Chutzar, it's from the from that line west into the Mediterranean. That's ready for Trumas and Meister's point purposes considered Chutzar, and for Dine Get also considered Chutzar. That's the Tanakama. Rabbi, it it's a Chut. Okay. Yes, you you could have an island that's, that gets cut in half. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's any islands there, anyways. Well, but that, yes, Silas Cyprus is not yeah. within this range. Yeah. However, we have Shitas Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda is an, a very original and amazing sheet. Rabbi Yehuda, I mean, no. Rabbi Yehuda says that you don't look at a line between this Harahar and Nachal Mitzrayim. Rather, Kol Shekineged Eretz Yisrael, Areyuk Eretz Yisrael. When it says that the Yam is the Gvul, that doesn't mean the Yam is the Gvul and that's the border. It means the entire Yam is the Gvul Ad Va'ad Bechlal. That the entire Mediterranean Ocean... It doesn't even say where it ends. It sounds like it ends where it hits the Atlantic. All of that is considered the border and included in Dine Eretz Yisrael. Okay. Shenemar. Ugvul ayam. Hold on. Ugvul ayam. Foyer lechem ayam agodol. Ugvul ze yelechem gvul yam. So that would be the gvul, the yam inclusive. How does that mean? Vanisim shebet stodim. And if you have islands in the Mediterranean, on the edges. So, where do you draw the line? Like this. Again, you draw a line. Mi Kapluria. Kapluria is a little town on the peak of Harhar. Okay, so you draw a line from Kapluria west. The Ad Yamun Kainis. So you don't draw a line down from Harhar down to Nachmatzrayim. You draw two lines. One line from Harhar west and one line from Nachal Mitzrayim, west. Okay? And therefore, Uminachal Mitzrayim, Bad Yamun Kainis. And Menachotu Lifnim, anything to the south of the north line that you draw, or to the north of the south line you draw, is Eretz Yisrael. Menachotu Lechutz is Chutzlaretz. So any boats or any islands, and Tesis discusses whether this even applies to dry land, Portugal or something like that, would that be, that is considered, according to Behuda, Eretz Yisrael. 
And he does not say where it ends even. Okay? Taisus discusses, we look in the Taisus of Yudarma Kosher Kenegadar Tisrael, Shal Rabbeinu Peter. I don't even know if there was a Rabbeinu Peter, but apparently there's a Rabbeinu Peter, the Rabbeinu Tam, the Bizman Azeh Hoyel Ischayev Labihudba Meiser, Shaunubama Rabba Shalat Tisrael. They were in France. Now, northern France would not be in this range. Southern France also is probably not in this range, but they probably didn't have a good way to, you know, cartographers to draw maps like this to figure out exactly what it was. So, theoretically, they might have thought that southern France, the Provence area maybe, was within this line. It is not. If you look on a map, it's not. It's really like Portugal, northern Africa, etc. Are those lands considered Eretz Yisrael? Are you Chayv Chumas and Mises in these places according to Behuda? Oh, so that's Tosis' answer. Tosis' answer is that, that would, since we Paskin, that we go according to Kibusheni, and Kibusheni of Ezra, okay, Kibusheni of Ezra, they did not conquer France, therefore we don't do it. But Alpid Dine Teira, it could have been a part of what they could have captured. Whatever. Tosis debates the issue. Obviously, we don't keep Trumas and Mises in France. Okay? But just telling you how seriously Tosis is taking this issue. So therefore, when the two Bryces discussed about maybe get Be'eretz Yisrael on a Svina, so it, depend, it depends which version you're going with. So if you have a boat that's close to the Yam within that line, then everybody agrees it's part of Eretz Yisrael. If you have a boat that's further out in the Mediterranean, according to Tanakam, it's already not considered Eretz Yisrael, and you'd have to say before the Nechtam, according to Be'udah, even that whole area, any boat out there would also be considered Eretz Yisrael. Says Rabbanan, Hay v'gvul ma'yavad. So if they're from Yudas Dashen gvul to say that the entire Mediterranean ad ad bechlal is considered the gvul, what does Rabbanan do with the word gvul? That's teaching you that that the edge of the coast is not the gvul. The gvul is does include islands, but not all the way west, just until that imaginary line. Rabbi Huda says, no, I don't need a pasuk to teach about islands, as long as they're within the area that we consider Eretz Yisrael in the Mediterranean. Of course, islands would be considered Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, he rather uses the pasuk to teach me that that border is actually not this imaginary line. This border goes all the way out west, as far as you can go. So this would have an afkamina, both the Gabi Trumas and Raisus on islands, and the Gabi when you say, on these. but according to Nachman Yitzhak, Anytime you're writing a get on a boat in the Gvul of Eretz Yisrael, meaning in any of the Kinneret or something like that, then 100% that would have a dinner of Eretz Yisrael, and you would not have to serve a Fonenechta, Fonenechta. Continues the Gemara based on the Mishnah. Mary, Aku is Eretz Yisrael, and then we said, Aku is Eretz Yisrael, Ligitin. Okay, so what did Mary mean by that? Why did Mary not just say, Aku is the northernmost border of Eretz Yisrael, and it's Eretz Yisrael? He said it's Aku Eretz Yisrael Legitin. It's Mashmah. He's coming to say that it's not really part of Eretz Yisrael. The Eretz Yisrael, in terms of Trumas and Maisus and all that, might be somewhat further south. But for Hilchas Gitin, we consider Aku like one of those closer towns that we discussed in the Mishnah of uh, Rekem and Heger or, or Kfarludim. And Aku is sort of considered that just for Gitin. So it says the Gemara, Boy Mineh Mirabichia Barabba. Hamoicher Avdoi Lissuria. Okay, so we have to, a few halachas we have to get here for background. First of all, a halacha, a person has an Evid Kanani in Eretz Yisrael. Very nice, you can have an Evid Kanani. If you sell that Evid Kanani, you sell it to anybody you want, that's fine too. However, if you sell the Evid Kanani to a, a, a Odun who lives outside Eretz Yisrael, so the halacha is Chazal Kanas, that person, the owner, and the Evid goes free. Because, and this seems to be stereotypical reasons over here, one, as far as seems to be, Rashi says both, and it's a little bit confusing. Rashi says, because an Evid is Chayv and Mitzvah's Keisha, and you're not allowed to sell him out of Eretz Yisrael. So it's not really clear what that means. Does that mean because he can't be Makayim the Mitzvah's properly once he's out of Eretz Yisrael? And we'll be talking about Trumas and Maisus and things of that nature. Or, 
the fact that you're taking him out of Eretz Yisrael altogether is violating a mitzvah. The mitzvah is to live in Eretz Yisrael. And once you move out of Eretz Yisrael and the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, that itself is violating a mitzvah. And therefore, Chazal said that person gets knas. That's background number one. Background number two is an area called Syria, which obviously we know is Syria. It's the northern part of the, the, the land we live in. Right now, it's not part of Eretz Yisrael. But Bimei David, they definitely conquered all the way far, close Damascus and uh, Tel Nahar Pras, which is really, really far north, almost to Iraq. Okay, that was all conquered by David HaMelech. And Jews lived there. So the question is, does that area have a din of Eretz Yisrael? For Trumas, for Maestras, for all kinds of different things. This is a question we have in the Gemara, we'll see. It's called Kibush Yochid, Shmei Kibush or Ein Shmei Kibush. So David HaMelech captured this, not really on behalf of us, the Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael you know, was busy enough with the area they had. This was extra area that he captured for military reasons, for strategic reasons, for financial reasons. But Labdafka was it on behalf of the rest of Klai Yisrael. This is called Kibush Yochid. It was capturing, David did it on his own. Does it have a din of Eretz Yisrael or not? So says the Gemara, the shine's like this. So someone sells an Eved to a fine from Yid, but that from Yid is living in Syria. So is that Kamaycha B'chutz Does the Knas of freeing the Eved because you sold it out of Eretz Yisrael apply when you sell it to someone who lives in Syria? So I'm a Lahu, says the look at the Mishnah. Our Mishnah says, Tenisua. Remy Meirimer, Aku is Eretz Yisrael legitim. Again, why do Rameir stress Aku is Eretz Yisrael Kegitin? Rameir could have just said Aku is Eretz Yisrael, period. Must be Rameir is telling you Legitin in Lavodim Loi. That even if you sell an Evan to Aku, that's considered selling him to Chutzlaretz. Aku, well, I don't know if it's the same Aku we have nowadays, Tess is the base, not on the base, but whatever, whatever Aku is, it actually is not considered part of Eretz Yisrael. The Hilchas Gittin, says Rameir, it's considered part of Eretz Yisrael. They know L'shmat, Mitzrayim, L'kaimai, all very good. But in terms of Kedushas Eretz Yisrael, Aku itself is already not Kedushas Eretz Yisrael. Now, Aku is way further south than Syria. So if Aku already is not considered Eretz Yisrael, maybe for Trumas and Maestas, we'll debate in a second, but for sure for Hilchas Eved, if you sell an Eved to Aku, the Eved goes free. So, so for sure, Syria, which is further north, past Aku, obviously. So then Syria, after the Syria is and that Eved goes free, based on that Kenas. So this is going to open up a discussion now, which we're going to have for the next bunch of plot, of comparing and contrasting Dine Avodim with Dine Get. Okay? And for, for many halachas, some are Get-related, some are Syria-related, we'll get into it. Ten Avodim. So Surya has sort of a quasi-status. For some things, it's 100% considered Eretz Yisrael. For some things, it's considered Chutzlarz. Karaisa, Drabonan, different halachas. For instance, Simon Abak Ragwa, so we like this. Ofra Tomei Kuchutzlarz. We know Chazal said that the dirt of Chutzlarz, we'll see more on our base in a second, is considered Tomei. We're afraid that people over there don't bury their mason properly. We don't know where the mason are buried, etc. So the dirt of Chutzlarz, at least if you touch it or move it, is for sure Tomei. Whether it's Tomei oil or not, we'll see it in some Aklaikas and base. But, in terms of touching it, the dirt of Chutzarts is considered Tameh. Says the Gemara, the dirt of Surya, even though it has a dinner of Yisrael for many other halachas, for this halacha with Rabbanan, Surya is considered Tameh, which is also another legitimate reason why you don't want to sell your Rabbanan there, right? Because now he's in the Matzav of Tumah. And therefore, not therefore necessarily, but also, Chazal said, if you sell your Evet to Surya, that's considered Chutzarts, and the Evet goes free. 
maybe get Masuriyah, maybe Chutzrahs. In terms of Hilchus Gitin, you have to say before the before the when you come to Surya. Right? Lavdafka, the they know Dina Lishma, and for sure it's further enough away that Lavdafka people are Matsurim Lakaimai, and therefore for these three, Halakha Surya is considered Chutzrahs. But, Ubishloisha, it's Israel. Chayevis, Ben Maisu, Ubishri, it's Israel. Sounds like, from Rashi for sure, that it's a Din Daraisa. Daraisa, we hold Kibush Yachet Shmei Kibush, and therefore Daraisa, Yumachoyev, and Shumas and Maisus in Surya. Debatable uh, how you learn this halacha, but it could be it's even daraisa, which means an amazing thing that on a daraisa level it's considered dinayer to yourself for trumas and maisers, but it doesn't have kedusha says Yisrael, and therefore when you sell an evid there, the evid goes free because you're taking him out of Eretz Yisrael, even though it's a land that's mechayiv in trumas and maisers. So even though we said that the dirt of Surya has a din of chutzlar, and you are tame if you touch it, but there is a way to avoid that tumah. In a way, we'll see in Ahmed Beis that if you want to be Tahar when you go into Syria, you can be. How? The Gemara will explain in Ahmed Beis. If you buy a piece of land in Syria, it's like you bought a piece of land in Shari Chesed. It's just, it's like Yerushalayim itself. Okay? It's probably a little bit cheaper. I was like, it might be a little bit cheaper in Damascus than in Shari Chesed. But in terms of the, this halacha, which we haven't explained yet, it's the same. Okay, so let's go through a few of these. Says the Gemara. That has a din of Eretz So we hold that this price of holds, Kalei Machlaikis. But this price holds that even though it was only David Amelach capturing it for his own personal reasons, Kaviyachol, the Lamaisa is considered Eretz Yisrael and it's Chayv and Dine, Trumas and Maishmas, Mashra, even Daraisa. That's Allah number one. But we said the dirt of it is Tame, because Lamaisa, it wasn't under Jewish jurisdiction, I guess, as well. And therefore, Mason, we weren't clear where they're being buried and where they're going to put their bodies and stuff. And therefore, we said the dirt of, Chutz, of Chutzlarts and Surya is Tame. However, the Bryce has said, If you want to be tar when you go there, you could be. What does that mean? We just said it's Tami. We're talking about if you go in, in a closed box. Okay, what does that help you? If you go in in a box. Now normally, obviously, if you're in a room, okay, if you're in a closed room, and there's Tumah in the next room, you're not Tami, you're in a different room. All very good. Here we're talking about where you're in a moving room. I think like a chariot, think like a car, something like that nature. So it's a shade of the is what we call an oihel zoruk, a moving ohel. So we have a machlekes and shas, is oil zoruk shmei oil or not? Does that protect you from tumah if you're in an ohel, but that oil is moving? Okay. So if you go into this type of moving ohel in Chutzaretz, Rebbe metame. Rebbe says it's tame. Rebbe says two points here. A, the oil that you're in does not protect you. And B, he says, the, the dirt of chutzarts is not only metame by touching, it's even metame by oil. Okay, that's not such a simple halacha. So there's two points Rebbe's saying. A, the dirt of chutzarts is metame by oil, like a Thomas Mace, Midrabonon, and a moving box that you're in, a moving something like that, does not protect you from it. That's, that, that's Rebbe. Rebbe metame. Rebbe Yisbihudah says that it's tar. Okay? Rebbe Yisbihudah says that Rebbe Yisbihudah one of two things. Either we can hold the oil, Zorik counts, or you can say that the dirt of Chutzaretz is not tame but oil. It's only tame if you touch it or move it. Okay. But, Vafil Rebbe, so what does that do with Surya? Vafil Rebbe, like metame ala be'eretz amin. Even Rebbe who says it's tame ba'oyel, that's only in Chutzar, it's mamish. The gozra la gusha that they made a special gzera over there, 
that not only is the dirt tummy, but the airspace is tummy <coughs> to mass oil. That's only in real chutzarts. Avon Surya, where we're discussing Alagusha Gazru. If you touch the dirt of Surya, you're going to be tummy. Midrabanan, Valaravira Lai Gazru. But they didn't go so far as to make it Tumas oil. Even Rebbe agrees that Surya does not have a dinner of Tumas oil. And therefore, if you walk on the ground in Surya and you touch the ground, you're tummy, Midrabanan, that everybody agrees to. But if you go into one of the Shedu Tevo Migdal, then as long as you're not touching the ground, I don't care if oil Zorik my oil, because there is no Din Tumas oil at all in Syria. So again, we see it has this sort of gray type of halacha that the ground is Tameh, but only b'maga or masa or hesit, but not b'oyel. Okay, what about the last halacha? We said, If you buy a field in Syria, it's like buying it in, in Yerushalayim itself. What does that mean? If you want to buy a piece of karka from Goyim, in Eretz Yisrael, and you can get the Goyim out of there, and you're buying places in the old city, and you're kicking the Goyim out of there, it's Yisrael, you're allowed to write a star for that on Shabbos. Says the Mar, Shabbos so good that you can never a dinda raisa of right. Hold on, you can never a dinda raisa of writing a star on Shabbos. It doesn't mean you can never a dinda raisa ksiva. It means you can never a dinda rabbanon of Amir Liakum. You could tell a Goy to go ahead and write the star so that you have proof when they sue you and take you to the Hague that you kicked the guy out of the old city, you have a star, and you can take care of that. Says so the here also, now here's the amazing part. This is not just a halacha in Yerushalayim. It's not just a halacha in Eretz Yisrael. Even in Syria, there's a mitzvah to get Goyim out of there. And therefore, if there's a mitzvah to get Goyim out of there, and you have an opportunity to buy... Uh, beachfront property in Beirut or, you know, a central location in Damascus, you can call up a guy, speak to a guy, and have the guy on Shabbos write you a star. Obviously, you're only doing it on Shabbos if you, that, that, you know, the person who's selling it to you is only available on Shabbos, you have no choice. So, now, this is an amazing Allah. So, now we're saying that Syria has a mitzvah called Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. Okay, there's a mitzvah to get Goyim out of, out of Syria so that you can be right to the mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael in Syria. Yet, if you sell a Goy there, if you sell, a, if you sell an Evid there, the Evid goes free because it's considered Chutzars. So there's like really strange sort of sort of Hagdara of this Halacha. The Evid who goes to Syria can be Mekhaim Dine Chumas and Nisus. We just said that Kibush Achach Shmei Kibush Dine Chumas and Nisus imply Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, you're Mekhaim in Syria. But it doesn't seem to have Kedusha Eretz Yisrael. And that's why I said that the Knas, that we Knas you to free the Evid when you sell him out of Eretz Yisrael, doesn't seem to be so much mitzvah of what he could do related, but rather that you took him out of Kedusha Eretz Yisrael. That's the halacha of Meichar Avdai. And therefore, Surya, as we see in this halacha, has a bunch of these sort of uh, gray halachas, how this applies. Okay, so now that we talked about Eved, let's jump a little bit further into Dine Avdus over here. When you have an Eved Kanani, you free an Eved Kanani. That's very good. How do you free an Eved Kanani? You free an Eved Kanani by writing a Shtar Shikhr. Okay, you write a get. Basically a get. The Gemara later on, we'll see, we learn out a uh, Xerah Shava between Hilchas Get Isha and Hilchas Get Eved. 
Okay, you have a Kenani, when you write a get shikhar, it has very much the same dinim as a get isha. It has to be lishma, etc. All those same halachas that we are all applying by get isha also apply by a get evid to the point where you have to say since it has to be lishma. And we have the same idea. Now, we don't have the same idea of iguna, right? By an isha, a lot of the halachas we said is iguna, we want to make her stuck. By an evid, you have sort of the same halacha. Because an evid kenani can marry a shifcha kenanis. Uh, once he's freed, he can only marry a Jewish girl. When he's an Evid Kanani, he cannot marry a Jewish girl. So if an Evid Kanani is stuck in a situation where he's not sure if he's freed or not, he claims he has a star, and the Baal says, the other one says, no, you don't have a star, it's a lie, he's stuck, he can't get married. Right? He can't marry a Shifcha, and he can't marry a free girl. So we also have the same idea of Iguna, that this poor person, man or woman, it could be a Shifcha as well, will be stuck, and therefore all the same halachas that we apply, kulas, etc., for a get Isha, we also apply by a get of an Evet. That's just like a, a way of introduction as we get into the Sugi. So, Tanar Abana. Evet Shehevi Gita. So, Evet comes from Chutzlaretz, and he brings a Shtar Shechur. Okay, if a Kosov, and it says, in the Shtar Shechur, <laughs> he was a very uh, loyal Evid, you know, the loyal butler, and therefore the, the owner died, maybe he had no kids, whatever, and he writes to the Evid, you're free, and not only are you free, but all of my nechassim go to you. But it's very careful how he writes this. So in this case, he wrote as follows, <laughs> He split them up, right? He had, you're free, and you also get everything that I gave to you. So, says the Braith, And now what happens? So as Rashi explains, he comes from Chutzlaretz, and a shliach brings, a shliach brings this get from Chutzlaretz, I should say, and the shliach comes and says, Bezin says, We know that, that's a good thing. Check off, the shtar shikhr is a shtar shikhr. However, this is not just a shtar shikhr. This is a shtar shikhr and a shtar matana. Okay? A shtar matana, there is no halacha called b'fananechta, b'fananechta. On a shtar matana, there is no igunu ikilu barabonan. By a shtar matana, if the person who gives you matana is karel of error and says it's a lie, you have to be mekayim the edim with regular kiyum shtaris, which means you have to have two edim who testify but two signatures, etc. So this shtar now has a split personality. Okay, because it's actually over here two shtaris. You have one star freeing the Evid, which has a din of Iguna, Ikula Barabon, and And a second star, they happen to be written on one piece of paper, but a second star, which says the Evid gets all these presents. Well, says the Gemara, in terms of his freedom, he's free. Because the part of the star that talks about himself, we have to free him. But the part of the star that talks about the Matana, until he actually does an actual Kiyam Shtaris, that part of the star is invalidated, and therefore he will not get those presents and all that stuff goes to Biarusha or whoever it is goes back to the, the original owner. So it has a split personality. That's halacha number one. Halacha number two, What about if the star was a little more tricky? What about if the star did not say you are free and you get the nechassim? Two separate things. It actually said it in one statement. Every, the other wrote, everything I own goes to you. That everything includes the Evid himself, right? So in one statement, you are both freeing the Evid and go, get, telling him that he's getting all the Nechassim. But now it's one statement. And now we also have a Fananechtav on part of that one statement. But it's one statement. How do we look at this? So I'm says, look, once you believe on the aspect here that he is free... That b'fanenechta b'fanenechta would automatically work 
on the other half of the Nechassim as well. In the first case that we talked about, where it's two separate statements, then everybody agrees that the Nechassim only works on yourself, but does not work on the Nechassim. Over here, says Abayah, where it's one statement, Migo that the Nechassim works on the self, the Nechassim also works on the Nechassim, and he doesn't have to be a kind of star at all. Amalei Rav, Rav says to Abayah, Bishlom Ha'atzmai Likni, understand he goes free, that's like the cool of Gerisha we discussed. Why should he get the Nechassim? You have to be a kind of star. Rav is tying over here a halacha that we'll talk about called Palginon Dibura. That even though it's a single statement, we can split it up and apply two different halachas to it. Hadram Abayah, after Abayah heard what Rav claimed, now, Abayah's reaction to this has nothing to do with Palgin and Dibura. Abayah is thinking by his point that the Allah is the same. But Abayah switches his approach. In the first approach, Abayah said that Migu, that it works on the Shtar, on the, on the Get Eved, it also works on the Nechassim. Hadar Abayah, the opposite. Abayah changes his mind to the opposite. Since it does not work for the Nechassim, the Bafan and Echtav, therefore it also doesn't work on the Kaina Atzmai. It's one Kenyan. Either it works or it doesn't work. Originally, Abayah thought it all works. Now Abayah thinks none of it works. And Rava says, I don't like that either. I'm like, Rava, Bisham and Nechassim or Likni, I understand the Nechassim doesn't work, Midi Abe Kim Shtar Stiyama. Ela Atzmai Likni, Midi Abe Gedisha. So it should work. Ela Marava, Echot Zev, Echot Zev, both in the case where he says two statements of the Shtar, or in the case where he says it all has one statement, Nechassai, Atzmai Kana, Nechassim Loi Kana. We say Palginon, and the part Bafan and Echtav works on the part of the Eved, and the Bafan and Echtav does not work for the part of the Nechassim. There he needs to have a Kim Shtar Biyama. You, Lechaira, are saying that you can take this single statement of the Chasek and split it up. Lechaira, that fits very nice. Rashita says, Shimon, the Amar Palgin on Dibura. Because Rashi of Shimon says the same idea that you can have a single statement that gets split up and has two different halachas applied to each half. This time we have the following case. Similar to our case. Someone writes, all gives this evidence, star. you are going to take everything of mine you own. Wow, they haven't excited. I go, A, I go free, and B, I get the whole mansion. Life is good. And then, Yatza ben Chayr. So the Evan goes free, because he, he's cut everything, and he gets it all. Shaya Karka Kol if however, the Odin writes in the star, I'm giving you everything, except a little piece of land. Oh, okay. Says the Tanakama, Lo Yatza ben Chayr. Once you leave over a little piece of land, at this point, we don't really know what the intention of the Odin is. Does the other mean to actually free the Eved? Or is the other just being nice? I really want to free you, and I'll give you everything, except a little piece of land. Now, once you say accept, then we don't know if the first statement was actually truthful or not, says the Tanakama, and we throw the whole star in the garbage. The whole star goes into the garbage, because we, we throw this away. We do not say Palgin and Dibura. We say it's one star, and once there's an exception in the star, the whole star goes in the garbage. The Oilam, Rabbi Shimon, says no. No, the part of the star which talks about the Evid itself works. It, that totally works. And the, if he gives him the whole mansion, great. If he says you get the whole mansion except the garage, so fine, he gets the whole mansion except the garage. And you could say, Paul Gino, it's no problem. Unless he says, Unless he does not specify what the exception is. I'm giving you 99% of my nechassim. You don't say what the 1% that you're not giving is. So we're chayshish that the 1% that you're keeping for yourself is the Ebed himself. 
In which case, he doesn't go free, and he doesn't get anything. So, but you see, according to Shimon, clearly, that you say, Palginan Dibura. We have a single star over here, and we can split it up, and we can say the Evid gets his freedom and whatever you gave him, but all the rest, not. The Tanakhama says not. So the Chayra Rava, who says the same thing over there, is going to be with the same point. Let's just finish up to the end of the Sugi. There's a few more lines. It says, Even though Rabbi Yaisi said that Shimon is a beautiful, over here, this idea of Palginan Dibura, but Allah HaKermeyer, Rabbi Yaisi said, we don't pass like Shimon. We pass like Kermeyer, who says, you do not say Palgina Dibura. And therefore, if we pass like not like Kermeyer, Abai is right. When you have a single statement, you, it's either all or nothing. There's no splitting it up. Only Rabbi Shimon said you could split it up. Kermeyer did not. This Sanya, Kishinemru Dvarmaf Erebiyasi, when they said over the Samachlaikis, Kermeyer, the Abad and Shimon Erebiyasi, Karol Avamikar Zerebiyasi said, ah, Love this pshat. Svataim yishak meishet varim nechaynu nechaychem. There's a pasuk in Mishra. I would kiss this pshat of, of Rabbi Shimon, but we don't paskin like that. Says Rashi. We paskin like a mayor that you don't say palgin and dibura. So therefore, how could Rava say no? Says the Gemara. No. Miyam Rav Nachman Hachi. Rav Nachman does not actually mean to paskin that you don't say palgin and dibura. You do say palgin and dibura. Oh, you just told me we don't pass like your Shimon. We pass like your mayor. I'll show it to you. So if you have someone who's about to die, and he says to his Evid, you get everything. Okay. Now the Allah of a Shkiv Mirah is that if a Shkiv Mirah, someone who's about to die, and Mirah, he writes, I'm giving away everything. And miraculously, he doesn't say why, just I'm giving it all away. And then miraculously, he survives, the Allah, he gets it all back. Because we understand that his intention was, I'm giving it away because I'm dying. If he miraculously survives then he gets to take everything back. Except by an Evid, and maybe by an Isha, but here we're talking about an Evid. He gets his mansion back. He does not get back the Evid. Why? Once the word got out that the Evid is free, we don't want to have the Evid not being free. It's just not appropriate. And therefore, maybe he got married already, and who knows what, and therefore the Evid stays. So you see, that he's actually paskinim palgin and dibura. That the Shibri said one statement, and we're saying half of it works, and half of it doesn't work. So even though Rav Nachman said that Rav Yaisi said we paskin like a mayor, he actually actually paskin palgin and dibura like a Shimon. So what's going on? So now you're right. Elam Rav Ashi, Hasam Hanatam, Ishun, Delav Kruskitahu. There's two separate issues over here. Issue number one is, do we say Palgin and Dibura, yes or no? We Paskin, yes, Palgin and Dibura. And if you want to split up the statement that half of it works, the half of the Evid works, and the half of the estate does not work, you can do that like Rav has said, and that's what Shimon said. The reason Remeyer, the Tanakam, and the Bryce on the bottom of a year, of Chesam and Beis, that when you write the Karka Koshu and you say Chutzmi Karka Koshu, it doesn't work, is not because of Palgin and Dibura. It's because we have Aloha by Get, because of law, Sefer Krisus. That the get has to be a total, absolute, 100% separation. For instance, the halacha we'll see later on in the Masechta. If a man divorces his wife, almanas that she never goes to visit a certain city for the rest of her life. Since for the rest of her life she is underneath his hashpah of this halacha, it's not called kriskita, it's not a full separation. She's continuously always going to be connected to him. We'll get into the details in our halacha. Says the Gemara, the same thing over here. Normally, you're right. When you write a star to the Evan, the case where you write a star to the Evan, you say, Shire Karko Koshu, but you're not getting the garage, okay, so you get everything else, you don't get the garage. 
But says her mayor, since over here by Get Isha and by Get Evan we're talking, we're super makbid on Krisus. It's not enough that we know 99.9% all he means to leave out is the garage. If there's even a 0.1% chance that the Odin means not to really free the Evid, then it's not considered Kruz Gita and we possibly the entire star. Not because of Palgin and Dibura, no Palgin and Dibura, yes, that's not the issue. It's just there's even a 0.1% chance that he doesn't really mean it, that's not called Kruz Gita, it's not 100% cutting, and that's why Mayor Pilots it. So we're coming out at the end of the Suga now, like Rava and like Shimon had said before, we pass him Palgin and Dibura, and if you have a single statement of the Chosek Nuyalach, you could split it up with the Bafan and Echtab, and the Bafan and Echtab works on the side of the Eved Get, but does not work on the side of the Nechos, and for that you'd have to have Kim Shtaris the Alma. There's a separate issue that if you leave out a Shire Kakoshu, there might be a Kruz Gita issue, but that does not affect our ability to apply Palgin and Dibura wherever it applies. Ah, uh, good. Wait, wait.